Seed Folks, Chapter 4, Gonzalo. The older you are, the younger you get when you move to the United States. They don't teach you that equation in school. Big Brain, Mr. Smoltz, my 8th grade math teacher, hasn't even heard of it. It's not in Gateway to Algebra, my math book. It's Garcia's equation. I'm the Garcia. Two years after my father and I moved here from Guatemala, I could speak English. I learned it on the playground and watching lots of TV. Don't believe what people say. Cartoons make you smart. But my father, he worked all day in a kitchen with Mexicans and Salvadorans. His English was worse than a kindergartner's. He would only buy food at the bodega down the street, down the block. Outside of there, he lowered his eyes and tried to get by on mumbles and smiles. He didn't want strangers to hear his mistakes. So he used me to make phone calls and to talk to the landlady and to buy things in stores where you had to use English. He got younger, I got older. Question one. Why was it easier for Gonzalo to learn English than it was for his father to learn? Then my younger brothers and mother and Tio Juan, her uncle, came north and joined us. Tio Juan was the oldest man in his pueblo, but here he became a little baby. Question two. Who is Tio Juan and is he young or old? He'd been a farmer, but here he couldn't work. He couldn't sit out in the plaza and talk. There aren't any plazas here. And if you sit out in public, some gang driving by might use you for target practice. He couldn't understand TV. So he wandered around the apartment all day, in and out of rooms, talking to himself, just like a kid in diapers. Question three. Why can't Tito Juan... This should be Tio Juan... <laughs> Sorry, changing my paper for you. Right, why can't Tio Juan work on a farm anymore? Remember where is this story set? One morning he wandered outside and down the street. My mother practically fainted. He doesn't speak Spanish, just an Indian language. I finally found him standing in front of the beauty parlour, staring at, at him through, staring through the glass at a window woman with a dryer over her head. He must have wondered what weird planet he'd moved to. I led him home, holding his hand the way you would with a three-year-old. Since then, I'm supposed to babysit him after school. Question four. Why does Gonzalo now have to babysit Tio Juan? One afternoon, I was watching TV getting smart on the Brady Bunch. Suddenly I looked up. He was gone. I checked the halls on all five floors of the apartment house. I ran to the street. He wasn't in the bodega or the pawn shop. I called his name, imagining my mother's face when she found out he'd fallen through a manhole or been run over. I turned the corner, looking for the white straw hat he always wore. Two blocks down, I spotted it. I flew down the sidewalk and found him standing in front of a vacant lot, making gestures to a man with a shovel. Question four. What is Tio Juan wearing that makes him easy to recognise? I took his hand, but he pulled me through the trash into the lot. I recognised the man with the shovel. He was the janitor at my old school. 
He had a little garden planted. Different shades of green leaves were coming up in rows. Tio Juan was smiling and trying to tell him something. The man couldn't understand him and finally went back to digging. I turned Tio Juan around and led him home. Question 5. What clue is there in the above paragraph that lets us know that at least several weeks have gone by, several weeks have elapsed, since the end of chapter 3 when we read about Wendell? Hint, remember, this is a garden. That night he told my mother all about it. She was the only one who could understand him. When she got home from work the next day, she asked me to take him back there. I did. He studied the sun, then the soil. He felt it, then smelled it, then actually tasted it. He chose a spot not too far from the sidewalk. Where my mother changed buses, she'd gone into a store and bought him a trowel and four packets of seeds. I cleared the trash. He turned the soil. I wished we were farther from the street and I was praying that none of my friends or girlfriends or enemies saw me. Tio Juan didn't even notice people. He was totally wrapped up in his work. He showed me exactly how far apart the rows should be and how deep. He couldn't read the words on the seed packets, but he knew from the pictures what seeds were inside. He poured them into his hand and smiled. He seemed to recognise them like old friends. Watching him carefully sprinkling them into the troughs he'd made, I realised that I didn't know anything about growing food and that he knew everything. I stared at his busy fingers, then his face. They were focused, not far away or confused. He changed from a baby back into a man. Question 6. Why does Gonzalez say that now his old uncle Tio Juan has become a man again and not like a baby being watched. And... Sorry. Um, question seven. Which country is Gonzalo from? A. Mexico. B. El Salvador. C. Guatemala. D. India. Question 8. When, when Tio Juan wanders off again, where does Gonzalo find him? The bodega down the block, in front of the beauty parlour, or standing in front of the vacant lot? For the second time. Question 9. He seemed to recognise them like old friends. What does this tell us? About Tio Juan. A. He has many friends. B. He knows much about plants. C. He speaks good English. D. He cannot read. And 10. What is the main idea of this chapter? What is this overall? What is this chapter about? A. It is harder to adapt to another country if you are old. B. It is easy to grow plants. C. Grandparents and grandchildren can have fun together. D. Gonzalo learned to speak English. So again, overall, what idea really comes out of this chapter? And then, if you would like, there's an extension activity. It says find out more about the culture of Guatemala. 
and the language that Tio Juan might speak.